the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 560, The Answer. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Welcome back to this week's edition of Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. Uh, I mean, my goodness, what is going on in our world? We got Nancy Pelosi out there, you know, poking the bear and going over to China. I mean, Taiwan. China said they're going to shoot her down. I mean, what is happening to our country, folks? What is happening to our country? Nancy Pelosi, I mean, this lady has done some some of the most weirdest things being Speaker of the House. And, and, and yet, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait until the midterm elections and Republicans take back over the House and the Senate. And, and the real investigations really begin about everything. I mean, I'm talking about everything from J6. I'm talking about all of the, the, the fake false impeachments. This J6 committee, I cannot wait until the adults, hopefully, these Republicans and Steve Scalise is the new Speaker of the House, not Kevin McCarthy, because I'm I'm not a big fan of Kevin McCarthy at all. And I I really hope that the adults return back to run our government because we're we're in trouble. You know, you look at what's happening here in the state of Illinois, Attorney Thomas DeVore was also a candidate running for attorney general will be joining the show today at 1235 to talk about the hashtag Thornley Thornley gate. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, if you guys have been watching and paying attention to what's happening, the fraud case, the worker comp work workers comp case. That's that's reaches all the way up to JB Pritzker. And I, I think this is a big deal. I really do believe this is a big deal. And I find it strange that the, you know, the mainstream media here in Illinois Except Mary Ann Ahern. Mary Mary Ann Ahern is a beast. And Prisca came after her. But um I, I'm I'm telling you folks, we gotta get to the bottom, we gotta restore Illinois, we gotta make America great again. I mean that, that, there's no other way. I'm sorry, there is no other way that we're gonna survive as a nation, we're gonna survive as a state if we don't put the adults back in power. Um as you guys know, last week the troublemaker himself ditched us. And left to go on vacation, he calls it. Trevor Maker, welcome back to the studio. How's it going? It was for good reason. It yeah, was to yeah. go see my first grandchild, okay, that's B-Ball. Good I had to. I okay. had to. 
That's a good reason. Oh man, but I've got some stories. I, I to know. Tell so, you. what happened to you at TSA? Oh my God, leaving Chicago. Okay, I had four beautiful voluptuous heavyweights <laughs> take all my smell goods, man. I mean, listen. Okay, why didn't you pack it in the in in your your suitcase? I did. I had it packed in my suitcase. But that sounded like a carry-on, though. It, yeah, it was a carry-on. I, I, I just don't want to wait for baggage claim. It, it takes too long. So I carried it on the plane, right? And, you know, I haven't flown in a while. <laughs> so, you know, it, 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 wasn't, it wasn't too big. They were average-sized smell goods. She took out my, my baby oil, my Vaseline, my African body oil, my aloe vera uh, oil. Oh, <laughs> I forgot you're African-American. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and then my cocoa butter. They put it all on the table, right, and said, we got to throw all this away. And I'm like, why you got to throw it away? <laughs> you know, don't none of that bring down an airplane. I mean, why you got to throw that away? So they threw it all away. Well, they say they threw it all away. This is a scam that's been perpetrated on the American people for 21-plus years. You know what those beautiful heavyweights probably did? They took it all to the back, and I bet you they say, girl, they kept I it. want that. Yeah, you know they kept that. <laughs> I bet if you go over their house, it's all kind of stuff they done took from Rob okay, from okay. the American Wait, wait, for line, for line. wait, hold on, go back. Tell me what you had again, Jacar. Jacar. Man, they took my cocoa butter, man. Dude, I had baby oil. I had Vaseline. I had African body lotion. I had aloe vera gel. But they took my cocoa butter. Man. I, I, I swear to God, these Vila, these troublemaker. Mm-hmm. Who wants any of that stuff you just said? You know what? And, I'm, and wait, I'm gonna tell you. This is why I'm a deep thinker. Oh and boy. I know they, go, I know they took it. I know they took it because you know why? They left the body spray. Think uh, about that. The body spray is bigger than all the rest of it. They took the body. I mean, they left the body spray and took all of that stuff that women can use. Oh my Think about goodness. that. They can use every product that they took, <laughs> baby oil. but they can't use the man body spray. Oh, and okay. look, and with the body spray, you can start a fire with body spray, a lighter, and 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 and, mm-hmm. and the aerosol can. You can start a lighter. That I would think they would take. Mm-hmm. Other than so now you just gave if they listen, if TSA is listening, now you gave them a a, a reason now to take the body spray. Uh, whatever. Take the body. You might as well take the body spray. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I needed that stuff, man. I was in Arizona. What the body spray going to do? Once you sweat, it's gone. Right. You know, I need stuff to get in my skin. So, so uh, here's a question. What you need is baby oil and, and all that stuff. Man, I like, to smell, I like to smell good, man. Oh. I'm smooth. Oh, I, my I'm smooth, God. baby. Here we go. You know what Vila- I'm saying? Yeah. The cocoa butter, so, man, that, bring out, that brings out your complexion. So the question becomes, aren't those... Predominantly feminine products, though. No, cocoa butter is every, <laughs> cocoa butter is everybody's product. Baby oil is everybody's. product. It's a Valine product. <laughs> I don't use cocoa butter, bro. I don't. I don't, I don't use baby oil. Ooh, I use baby I, oil. I use it all. I, I don't use any of that. Aloe vera, aloe vera gel gets what gets rid of the blemishes. Yeah, okay, whatever, man. You Come know on. what? Hey, as, there's somebody on the phone lines because um, I, I got to take this call, and here's the reason why. You you heard of Awake Illinois? I've heard of it. So Shannon Adcock, Westside, um, she's been vilified because she started Awake Illinois after, you know, she ran for school board and all that, right? So she started this Awake Illinois to awaken people to what's happening in our schools. And now they, I mean, you, you look at all of the ragtags, they've all been f- labeled far right. 
And I know Shannon. I've gotten to know her. Um, she's nowhere near far, right? So I, I'm, it's funny because I made a post about it on social media. So uh, let's let's welcome Shannon. Shannon, welcome to Black and Right. Hey! F- finally, great to, great to talk to you. Finally, you've been you've been telling. <laughs> oh, I'm coming! I'm coming! No, I'm not. You haven't. Thank you. I appreciate it though. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And I gotta say. They did you wrong with the cocoa butter. Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness. They took my cocoa butter. Oh, I'm just saying don't they did feed you it. wrong and I'm sorry about that. That is just shameful. They stole from you. Thank you. <laughs> and the aloe. But 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 Shannon, I mean, I, I've been watching how people have labeled you. I, I saw how they came after Keith Peacow, who's who's running for Congress, basically saying he's he's taking an award from far right group. Um, you know, we got two minutes in this segment. I'm, I think I'm going to hold you on to the next segment because you will be a perfect segue for um, Tom's divorce when he comes on. But talk to the people. What is Awake Illinois? Is it a far right group? No. Do you know how many Republicans I've thrown under the bus for yeah. being weak sauce? I mean, I am equal opportunity in my criticisms. No, we're not far right. Um, but that playbook is old. It's a torn page out of their book and it's stale. Move on. So we're regular people, John. You know that. Yeah. And it's just regular moms, dads, parents, grandmas, grandpas, aunts, uncles, you know, just really genuinely wanting to keep the torch of liberty lit for our kids and for our communities. That's it. But here's the here's the good news. Ready? Are you ready for this? Yeah. I don't know if you saw it yet. Pritzker finally mentioned Awake, Illinois. <laughs> Boom. Can I get a, what? Can I get a clap? Can I get a clap for that? Really? He so finally he said he, he acknowledges you guys exist. exist. <laughs> well, he did it from the bakery that all of oh, these yeah. Nazis in Illinois are saying was our fault that it was vandalized, which is absolutely false. We did not want to see children put in front of um, predation, sexual predation. And that pressure worked. They removed the marketing towards children. And unfortunately, some nut jobs did, you know, the vandalism, which is horrible. Um, and they're saying it was our fault. And now Prisker in an email uh, campaign email said that we are a right wing extremist group that incited vandalism on this bakery. And he linked wow. it to a tweet. He linked it to a tweet of Awake Illinois that was absolutely not inciting anything. Right. And so we said we weren't organizing a protest. But Pritzker is finally admitting the fear we know he's had all along. And that is he does not like the organized parents. He doesn't want to see citizens across Illinois united because they know he's gonna. They're gonna vote him out. Right. I mean, let's just admit it. Right. And and, and Shannon, when we, when we come back from break, I I really want to because what I've seen. I mean, you guys have grown astronomically and really really quickly. I want to get into why you started Awake Illinois and what's what's what what lies in the future for Awake Illinois. And I I really think it's here to stay because you have people who were never involved in politics, never involved in anything with their kids' school, now actively involved. So when we get back from break, I want to go more into that. We're talking to Shannon Adcock, uh, founder of Awake Illinois. They're doing great things. You're listening to Black and Right. Troublemaker, we'll be right back. Black and Right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself and his stolen... Uh, 
<laughs> Aloe vera. Oh, I got one more for Cocoa you. Cocoa butter. Later on, I got Cocoa butter and, uh, I don't know about you, man. You Every time you talk, every time you come back with these stories, you make me think more. You make me, make me think twice about you. But that's okay. That we, we we Let's continue our conversation with Shannon Adcock. She's the founder and president of Awake, Illinois. And she also chairs... Uh, she's the chair of Moms for Liberty, Liberty in DuPage. Um, Shannon, before the break, you talked about what you guys do, but what's the why? What What was the genesis? What made you start uh, Awake Illinois? Thanks for the question, and thanks again for having me on. So I think that, you know, when it comes to what you're seeing across this country in terms of political reformation, it's a grassroots effort. And that's, there's a reason for that. It's not because I woke up one day and said, I want to be an activist. I'm an accidental activist, as are many regular people across the country. And what we realize is that in order to really advocate on the issues, whether it's radical sex ed or, you know, civic empowerment, we have to do it in a way that is going to be outside of political parties. Yeah. And that's not to say we're not involved in politics. Many of us have been, you know, involved in maybe our township, uh, you know, civic organizations, et cetera. But we realized that the needle wasn't moving on advocacy because a lot of these people are just looking to get reelected. Right. So they walk, you know, they walk this very fine line. But if you're going to move policy and advocate, you can't do it in neutral, right? You got to drive it into gear. And what we found is we had to go rogue. <laughs> I wasn't going to be able to rely on, you know, the Republican hobnobbers in Naperville. You know, I hate to say it, but they do their thing. And I don't know, are they doing it well? Most of them backed Irvin, want, want. So I would say no. And so what you have are regular people who are saying, I am very much into talking about education, school board races. How do I do it? Well, you're not going to be able to rely on the Republicans and you're not going to be able to rely on the Democrats because they're backing woke leftist school board slates, right? So we went rogue. And we have taken the state by storm. And yes, Moms for Liberty National Organization, I am now chairing with Kathleen Murphy, oh. who's a mom. Yes. And she came in second with Jesse Sullivan for the primary race for the Republican governor, lieutenant governor. And she's hitting the ground running. She is still advocating on these topics of education and parental rights. And so this momentum isn't stopping anytime soon. Yeah, you guys got a lot of my friends over there. My pastor, um, Bland, Dan, Dan's with you. Jessica Hockett. Yeah. I love it. Chrissy. I mean, a lot of uh, faces that I'm familiar regular with. regular people. Yeah. Yeah. What's the yeah, difference? Harmless people. <laughs> Let me ask you a question so people can understand. What's the difference between woke and being awake? Oh. So woke is, is a leftist neo-Marxist ideology. And however it started may have been cool and may have had some street cred, but it's gone off the rails. So what you're seeing is indoctrination in classrooms, not education. You're seeing radical, sexual, hypersexualized propaganda in the classroom. Illinois is the second, or excuse me, the only state in the union to adopt the second edition of the National Sex Ed Standards because of the passing of SB 0818. And so, you know, this whole concept of leftist neo-Marxist ideology has permeated education. It's permeated corporate America. It's permeated even in some cases churches because they thought, well, we have to appear to be tolerant and inclusive. That's not what this is. And so, so many people have acquiesced their freedoms in the name of not really wanting to rock the boat. Well, where did that get us? Now it's getting this, like I said, political reformation across the country of grassroots activists. Many of them uh, were a sleeping giant during the pandemic and then woke up right? Awakened and said, whoa, the education curtain's been pulled back. What is happening? Right. And so now they're, they're awake. They're awake to the issues. And to your, to your question earlier, 
John, you know, why are we doing this? And is this sustainable? Yes, it's sustainable. We're planting seeds so that if and when government ever again overreaches, we have an opportunity to say, look, we can mobilize and organize and advocate. And it doesn't matter what, you know, the, the Republican or Democrat organizations are doing. Amen. Do you have the financial backing to push the, the ideas that you want, like common sense and, and bring it back to normalcy? Uh, because, you know, the left, they have a lot of big business pushing and backing them, like even Disney. You know, so do you have that type of financial backing to, to make it happen? You know, what's amazing is across the country, whether it's Moms for Liberty chapters or Awake Illinois chapters, we are transform- transforming the conversations on basically zero dollars. Because wow. all it takes is people to come together. I've bankrolled in Awake Illinois single-handedly. We get, we get membership donations that were $5 the first year, and now they're 20 for an annual. Very, very limited dollars. And so I've put my heart and soul and finances into this because I said, we don't have time to fundraise. We need to get this done now. Yeah. And we've done it by just saying, hey, folks, get together, speak up to your school boards, start getting power and numbers, because there are a lot of parents and community members who do want to advocate on the issues, but maybe they're a little scared. So let's get the car going. We've paved the road. And ask people to join us. Right. So we've we've built a really good a really good train that's going forward. And actually, you said restore. We need to restore Illinois. Did you say that earlier? Well, Something about restore. Yeah, I, I want it uh, torn down and and rebuilt. Actually, that's what we got to do. So <laughs> I want to tell down. you on August sixteenth, we are doing a grassroots common sense caravan to the Capitol. It's going to happen at two p.m. And we've reserved the Lincoln statue, and we are saying anybody who has advocated in their communities, maybe you're a small group, maybe you're a parent group, maybe it's just been you and a few neighbors or a larger group like Awake Illinois, meet us at the Capitol. We're going to have some amazing speakers who are going to show the bureaucrats, the bootlickers, and politicians who is in charge. And guess what? It's the people. West Side, I'll I tell like you. you. Uh, like, yeah, <laughs> dynamite. Um, you know, as you know, when you build organizations like this, the bullies come out. And one instance was the uh, drag show. Now, you didn't even tweet the flyer, right? Someone else tweeted the, fl- the flyer. It didn't come directly from Awake Illinois. And what do you, are, are, are you, you know how they come to cancel people. Um, mm-hmm. Has that happened to you in Awake Illinois yet? Oh, they've tried to cancel us since the very first week we launched. Yeah. Well, they were trying to cancel me as a school board candidate, and yeah. some would argue they were successful, right, because people weren't really awakened to the fact that you need to pay attention to school board races. Um, but now they are. So next municipal, April uh, 2023, vote local. It's yeah. going to be a much different story. But, yeah, this is what they do. And, and I say all the time to people who are new to advocacy, they smear who they fear. Yep. So if the trolls and the haters aren't coming after you, you're not doing good enough work. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what, now <laughs> Phil from Blue Island, he's a regular caller here on the show. Uh, we go in. We get into it a lot with him. He says, uh, Awake Illinois is so scared of critical race theory that she, they, uh, what's the pronouns, man? Her name is Shannon, Phil. Uh, Can't even admit that they are a far-right organization. You don't just deal with critical race theory. You're dealing with the uh, parent bill of rights pledge. You want people to to, to run for the school board. It's not just critical race theory, right? No, they just want to say that because it's a talking point. And guess what? Critical race theory... Don't even call it that anymore. Right. Call it divisive, unconstitutional curriculum in the classroom. That's what it is. It's race hustling. It's separating people by their race, their color, their creed. It's nonsense. And we all know it. But all they can say is, oh, you don't like critical race theory. But it's not even being taught in schools. I mean, they can't even get their own talking points straight. Wow. 
Now, Shannon, can you can you re, can you talk about the the event again um, down in Springfield? Yeah. When is it? Yeah, well, where can, how can people find it? Where, where are you online somewhere? Do you have a website? Yeah, of course, we're everywhere, John. You know that. I do know. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the we're in the left head rent free. So <laughs> awakeil dot com slash caravan c a r a v a n like common sense caravan. Um, it's all over our website. We vomited it there. You can't miss it. Just get in the car, carpool, head there. It's going to be fun. We're going to have some amazing speakers. We're going to have Scott Nugent, who is a trans man. He was profiled in the What is a Woman documentary by uh, Matt mm-hmm. Walsh in the Daily Wire. If you haven't seen it yet, get the free account, get the free trial and watch it, and you can always cancel it. But this, to me, sums up the insanity of the left right now in this country that is absolutely coming for your children. Yes. And Scott is a lesbian woman who was married to a woman, be- tried to become a trans man and regrets the decision to such a point that he is making it his life's mission to say, look, they're coming for your kids. There's a lot of money behind it. And guess what? J.B. Pritzker's family, as shown in the Tablet Mag magazine article, has very, very close connections and ties to the financial uh, benefits of this sexual yes. synthetic sexual identities movement and people don't know that and it's factual but this is going to be yeah this is going to be the one issue that i think will get everyone together to talk about protecting kids shannon thanks so much for joining us what site uh i appreciate it and and you know what don't give up Keep fighting because you have made a difference. Thanks so much for joining Black and Right. You rock, John. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Guys, don't go anywhere. Attorney Thomas DeVore, candidate for Attorney General, coming up after the break. Don't put your blame on me. Back to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio. The troublemaker is still com- committing trouble. I got a feeling you're going to get baby oil. Uh, what else? Baby oil? My African body lotion. I don't know about that. Nobody knows where to find that my at. My Vaseline and my cocoa butter and my, oh, and my aloe, my aloe vera gel. You know what? You know what we can put on the case? We could put... Um, Tom DeVore when he becomes attorney general on that case and we'll we'll see what happens with cool. that, right? Yeah, whatever. Get out of here. <laughs> uh as you guys as I said before the break, um, um Tom and I were talking today after I got my butt kicked at boxing. I'm back I'm back boxing at K Fit. Yeah. <sighs> Kenji beat the who I thought I was going there for a private, you know, workout with him. Uh-huh. It's a men's group. Oh. A group of men. And they're far advanced than I am, you know. I started I started, I looked at a picture and saw the dad bot. I saw Two dad bots for me, so I'm like, I got to do something about this. What's this fight club? It's a yeah, we get in there and we. Oh my It's like God. training. It's it's train. You're training. And so I was talking to Tom Devore about, you know, because when you look at his messaging on social media and throughout, I mean, it's spot on. It's 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 hard charging and it is really going after and exposing what I believe is a big deal that's happening um, in the state of Illinois, and for, for the media is basically absent not saying anything so i so tom and i was like hey man he's like hey i'm let's 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 talk about that today uh joining us to discuss more of this is my my good friend my buddy my pal and the next attorney general for the state of illinois tom devore hello john how are you doing buddy 
I'm well, sir. How are you? Yeah, you, you've you been everywhere, too. Good Lord, you are just like <laughs> everywhere. I mean, I'm sure you're probably tired by now. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot going on in the state of Illinois. It's just sadly far too many people try to hide it from the public. And yeah. I'm the kind of guy that says the public needs to see it all and they can make their own choices. Uh, but that's not a common approach, sadly, in this state or probably right. in the country, I guess. And, and Tom, and what you're saying, you know, there's a lot going on in Illinois. You're specifically talking about the Thornley case and the, the fraud that's, I mean, that goes all the way up to the governor's office. And the governor and Kwame, they're basically treating this like it's it's a nothing burger. But but, but talk to us, how serious is this corruption? John, this this issue, the, the Thornley Gate, as I call it, is just one of many examples. And the reason that this example has to be pushed uh, to be exposed is because the documents themselves that we have prove the fraud. And what they also now prove is that it appears that the attorney general's office themselves are complicit in the cover up of this fraud, including Kwame Raoul. I can prove it. I've got the documents to prove it. Yeah. Well. You know, he's he's trying to use the wife defense. He's trying to say uh, he didn't have anything to do with it. His wife kind of like copped that deal between the lady that you're talking about with the workman's comp claim and, and JB's wife. So I, I think he's going to use the wife defense. Well, I mean, JB said, again, Kwame and JB are both trying to cover this up. But the governor just said that he doesn't know anything other than what he's read in the newspapers and that if anybody has committed fraud, they should be prosecuted. We have, again, direct documented proof that his general counsel perpetrated or helped perpetrate this fraud. But for the governor to say he doesn't know anything, other what he read in the newspapers, yeah. we have emails to where Thornley sent emails to Mrs. Pritzker saying, this is going on, please tell JB he needs to know. So how could the governor get on TV and say he didn't know anything? I'm sure his wife told him. So, so, so was he challenged when he said that by anybody in the media? Of course not. When that question got asked, I think uh, I think Craig Wall asked a question for uh, Greg Bishop down south, and as soon as the governor answered it, he walked off. And Greg Bishop, I mean, to his credit, he has been one that's that that's really going after this issue. Um, so, Tom, where does this go? I mean, does do you think it 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 becomes a John, huge campaign issue? Yes, it it is one of the campaign issues. We're actually going to do a big press conference in front of the attorney general's office next week and i'm going to lay out for the media how kwame raul himself john has lied when he got on tv the other day and said that they referred this case to the appellate prosecutor because of a conflict i've got the documents that prove he was lying and i can show that it had nothing there was no conflict the conflict didn't exist kwame raul's office knew that a conflict didn't exist they tried to pass the buck back in February of 2022 off to the state's attorney of Sangamon County. I've got the document. Wow. And then when Kwame Raul said something about we've referred this case, we have the email from the appellate prosecutor's office sent to Kwame Raul's office saying, we don't know what you're talking about. You've never referred anything to us. We would never get a work comp referral. He says work comp cases are handled by the Division of Workman's Comp of the Attorney General's Office. So, again, Kwame Raul lied to people right on the camera, and nobody's pushing him on it, John. Wow. You know, when we get back from break, there are a couple of things I want to talk to you about. Uh, I want to talk to you about uh, your response to the circuit court ruling against Prisker uh, and IDHS, and also... 
Uh, talk about what's happening in Cook County with all these res- resignations from Kim Fox's office. And what does it mean for the for the citizens of Cook County and, and the rest of the state? I mean, because yes, these sir. are high profile um, uh, assistants that are leaving her office at, at a time where they don't need to be leaving because of what you've seen in, that's happening in Cook County. So when we get I back agree. from break. Uh, you, li- yes, you listen in the black and right. We're talking to attorney Thomas DeVore, also candidate for attorney general. We'll be right back. This is black and right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to black and right radio on AM 560. The answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself. Um, before the break, we were talking to attorney Thomas DeVore, also candidate for attorney general. Um, Tom, you know, what, what's going on with the, the circuit court ruling? And, and what does that mean for the new what's happening in the, in the new uh, in, in 2022, 2023? And what does it what does it mean for us normal everyday citizens? John, what, what that means, that court ruling that or the circuit judge down in Sangamon County said that the governor can't issue executive orders, pretty much forcing those with mental health issues to remain in the county jail without being transferred out for special help because of some alleged COVID reason. What the judge ruled is the same thing I've been arguing for two years, is that the, the law doesn't give the, the governor such broad power to do pretty much whatever he thinks he wants to do. It's a very important message, John, because people need to start understanding. It's never about masks or vaccines or this or that. It's about the executive officer wielding power that the people never gave that position. And that's really how we used to operate as a government before we founded this nation, having governors rule over us so harshly. And the court on that particular occasion said, no, you can't do that. So that's finally the courts are getting the courage and having enough of telling the governor you went too far. It's time to stop. Yeah, and and your message that where, where were the ju- these judges back in twenty twenty, uh, late twenty twenty, early twenty twenty one? One of the things that you always talk about is the people weren't ready because they were still fearful. Um, you know, talk about that. Do you think the people have, as as Shannon calls it, they've awakened and and the fear has subsided? I, I think it has, John. I think that you know, for our generation. Uh, what we've just experienced, and it's happened in history, I'm sure, but in our generation, when people are scared, uh, they can get sometimes, they can kind of like freeze and allow things to happen that they would never allow to happen. And so these judges are receptive to the people's power. I mean, the people's power is everything. Yeah. Mm. And when and when the judges back then, there was only a small group of them that were willing to stand up and say, this is wrong. Now there's more of them at the federal level, John. You're seeing it across the country and at the state level because these judges, I assure you, my friend, have always known the things these executives are doing are not authorized under the laws or the Constitution, but they were scared to speak up, and they're not scared anymore. And for that, I'm grateful because we have to rein in all executive power that's being abused, whether it's a Republican or a Democrat. We cannot allow it, and if I'm the attorney general, it won't happen in this state. I don't care who the governor is. Amen. How's it going, Tom? I want to um, I, I want to circ- I, I want to circle back to what we was talking about at first. Okay, say you win, when and JB wins loses it doesn't matter, and you get in office. Now, as I know it, 
Rob Lavorgas never took a dime. He never got a dime. Now you're talking about this money scheme that's been abu- been abused by on the taxpayers' backs. What can be done about it? You know, if you get in office, <laughs> Here, let me tell you what's going to happen, brother. I will investigate that work comp fraud scheme and Ann Spillane and Kevin Ritchie and Micah Castillo and all of these that were involved will be hearing from me. The investigators will be investigating. We have the documents that prove that there was fraud. And then if any of them suggest that the governor had direct knowledge or directly was involved in that whole scheme, then he's going to be held to account as well. I promise everybody that. Okay. All right. So, Tom, what's what's happening in Cook County uh, with all of these um, these professional prosecutors that are resigning? And, you know, when you look at that, basically, the, well, I should say I shouldn't say prosecuting because there's not there hasn't been a lot of prosecuting going on. And what's happening there? And then should you win? What 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 powers lie within the attorney general to come into Cook County to start prosecuting cases they won't? You know, John, that's a very good question, too, and it's related to the things we've been talking about. What I, what I think we're seeing here is we're seeing a lot of good men and women within that office, regardless of their political beliefs. They see the erosion of the rule of law happening right in front of their face. And it's been happening, I assure you, for a long time, but it sometimes takes people courage. It takes them watching other people standing up for yeah. them to to find it in themselves to do that. And these prosecutors that you've seen and the the resignation that Mr. Murphy wrote, you know, that took courage and I commend him for that. So again, it's, it's the politicization, you know, the politicization of that office that Kim Fox is doing that's causing this erosion. And what can the attorney general do? As I've said, and I've made it clear, a guy like Mr. Murphy, he can come work for me, and I'll put him right in the middle of Cook County. And if she's not going to prosecute these cases, I'll prosecute him myself. And if she wants to try to run me out of Cook County, well, come on. I'm ready for you. But I'll come in and start prosecuting them with gentlemen like Mr. Murphy who are as good as they come across this state as prosecutors. Oh, I love it. So, Tom, what do you got coming up? Where can people find you? Uh, if people want to join the, If people want to join the campaign, how can they do so? Uh, they can go to TomDevore.com, and they can fill out the request in there, and then they can join. They can go to our Facebook at Thomas DeVore as well and, and join us. And, and, again, we have a calendar that's on our uh, website. They can see where we're going to be and what we're doing. But, again, John, it's, this is all about giving power back to the people. I don't care what political party you're from. You can be an independent, a Democrat, a Republican. We've got to put an end to this these political class trying to run our state they're going to destroy our state john and we got to put an end to it i love it attorney thomas devore candidate for attorney general guys go out let's get darren bailey thomas devore kathy salvi and a few others dan brady uh, let's get them elected if we really want to tear down what's 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 been destroying our state and build it brand new we got to get these people in there tom thanks so much for joining the show buddy i think it's gone there it is, Bilal. We'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. Bilal, the troublemaker, listen. <laughs> you know, we're not on YouTube, but the rumble. Blake, Blake Moore says. <laughs> Excuse me. 
Milan's baby oil and Vaseline. Oh my god. <laughs> hey, it doesn't stop there. It doesn't stop there. On my way back from Arizona, I got Terry stopped oh, by a TSA agent at the airport. Vilan, you sound like BLM right now. Listen, I took everything out my pockets. I went through the machine. The guy said, do you have anything else in your pocket? I said, no. He said, well, what's that? I, I, did, I went in my back pocket. It was a piece of tissue. He said, hey, man, I got now I got to pat you down. I'm like, what? I got to pat you down, man. The police never patted me down better than this guy. It was a Hispanic TSA agent guy with a grin on his face like, I'm about to make the biggest bust of my life. Did you do your dance Did you dance for him? No, I just stood there with my arms out. I followed the lawful commands. The man patted me up and down. He even gave me the two fingers around the waist. Like I had like something inside your waist? Like I had something inside my jeans, in my, in my waist. And then after that, the man brought out the solution, rubbed my hands down like it was going to be cocaine residue on my hands. He put it in the machine. He thought the machine was going to pick up something, I just and it was it. nothing. Now, look, he offered it. to take me to the back, right? I said, uh-oh, no. Uh-oh. Yeah. With the said, Vaseline? Man, I what? said, I, no, the Vaseline. The, Vaseline? the voluptuous <laughs> women took my Vaseline when I left. I said, no, man, you're going to check me out right here and come up empty right here. You're not going to take me in the back and put something on me and and and, and You know there me. are cameras in there, right? Look, I don't care. I wasn't going in the back. <laughs> I'll be embarrassed with this pat down in front of all of these people. Uh, but you're going to come up empty. So, so how, was it, how was it a Terry stop, though? Listen, it felt like a Terry stop to me. <laughs> and look, if I wanted to be felt up, I would have went to the gay bar up the street while I was oh, in Arizona. come on, man. If I wanted to be hit on and felt up, I would have uh, went, went to the But he's the doing his job. You don't, you don't like the fact that... The that they have the ability to do that. Is that no, what you're saying? No, that's not the problem. I hate stupidity. I hate stupidity with them voluptuous <laughs> women that took <laughs> all of my smell saying, goods. Why you, why you keep saying because that? Because they were heavyweights. And Come I, on, I don't man. like I don't like stupidity when it comes to a piece of tissue being in my pocket and he used that. To pat me but down. But you said you didn't have nothing on you. It was a piece of tissue. Man, look, he saw you it on the computer. You said you didn't have nothing in Listen, your pocket. It, it, was, it was a piece of tissue. When I put it out my pocket, he could have said, all right, go ahead on. Like most people would do. But he wanted to pat me down. Well, maybe you 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 dropped the coke or whatever out of the the tissue. Session. I was profiled. Oh, and I'm upset. Oh, here we go. I was profiled here we by go. a Hispanic TSA agent. And really? you know what? I was by myself. They thought I was a drug mule. Yeah, I you was a mule. Myself. That's how they, I guess that's how they run it back and forth. Yeah. They used to seeing couples and babies. But and, you're in Arizona, border state, man, and you're going back to Chicago, and, and you're black. <laughs> that's terrible, man. <laughs> and you're black, that's right? That's terrible. I didn't say it. You said yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. profiled. I'm uh, upset. I don't but, like that. But, but, but guess what? What? I mean, you're not doing nine years in a, in a, in a Russian prison. Oh, that's because I don't you know, vape. I, I really want to get into this in the second hour. Okay. Because one of the things that I, I, I kept watching and listening, um, it's unfortunate that she's in jail, but I mean, she took the, 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 the vape over there. But I guarantee you, you know, this is the same young lady who didn't want to, who said, you know, she's not standing for the flag. I guarantee you she's now seeing just how the American justice system pales in, in comparison to Russia and other countries. I think I think BLM and all these people that don't like the American justice system, go over to Russia, go to go to China, 
Go to these countries where you really don't have rights and see how you feel about America then. I want to get into this when we come when we get back from the break. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. I wonder what would have happened to me if, if he would have found a vape cart country. Think they would have locked me up? <laughs> you probably, you probably <laughs> would have locked me up. You probably would have. No, nah, but you didn't have the Vaseline and the and the African butt oil. Oh, what you say? African body lotion. <laughs> Booty scratches. <laughs> you listen to the black and right, we'll be right back. Villan, you are something else. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. I'm coming in hot. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow. Welcome back, Hour 2, Black and White Radio on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in the studio with the troublemaker himself. If you missed the first hour with the interview with Shannon Adcock from Awake, Illinois, and attorney Thomas DeVore, who's also a candidate for, Republican candidate for Attorney General, download it. 560theanswer.com. Click on the Black and Right podcast. You don't have to sit through any of the commercials. Uh, while you're at it, give us a call. 312-642-5600. That's 312-642-5600. We're getting ready to get into some blood pressure, blood pressure raising conversations now. Two of them. Two of them. Two. Two. Um, you know, when, when, as, as I've been watching, I've been, li- I've, been, I've been going on Instagram, listening and watching um, how some of the the basketball people, the celebrities, and what they're trying to say about what happened to Brittany Griner, right? right. Um, it, 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 I'm like, wait a minute. These are the same people that have said, I can't stand for the flag. I can't, I, I, you know, when America's justice system is, is archaic. Is America's justice system is not for us. Um, you know... <sighs> I look at this and I say to myself, what is she thinking now about the American justice system and how fair it has become? Now, I, I listen, I listen, I worked in the in the in the justice system as a police officer. We're going to be talking about a police officer, police chief yeah. that used some very cho- choice words um, later on in, the, in, in this hour. I know that the system has failed black people in some areas. It has. You know, you, you, you have to be blind to say it has. And you have to be, you have to lie to yourself. Yeah, Phil from Blue Island, I just said that. Because it has. There, there have been some instances where the system just didn't work. But what I found about the system lately is the system works for people with one color, green. I don't care what color you are, what race you are. If you got that money, if you got that cash, it works for you. Because, Villain, Let's say you're in Russia. You think there's a conversation had between the president of the United States and the Russian president about swapping one of Russia's most vicious killers for you? No. Why? I don't have any money. You don't have the status. You don't have the class. You don't have the money. Right? I give you one. The white guy that has been locked up for about four years in Russia, 
I, I guess he's just like us because they left him in it. I mean, they gave him some lip service. Yeah. But he's been there for four years. Now this basketball star, LGBTQ. Oh, Waylon, Waylon, right? Waylon, yeah, Waylon. Yeah, yeah, that's the name. Yeah. But now this LGBTQ basketball star is locked up. The world's been yeah, see, talking that, that about shouldn't it. matter. That I'm, I'm sorry. That sh- that part shouldn't matter. But it does. What should matter? Bike. What should matter is she went over there. She she committed a crime. I mean, you know, if if you're gonna go into a foreign country, make sure you understand what their laws are and what they're not, so that when you go over there, you should know that you shouldn't probably take these things over there into a foreign country, yeah. especially a foreign country that don't really like America. That's right. You know, and, and and DJ Pete said something. I hope I get it right, DJ Pete. If not, get, come on and, and, and correct me with it. But she's a little hypocritical. She doesn't love this country, but yet wants this country to come to her rescue. Yeah. She she loves what, you know, the, the did, I, did I get that right, DJ Pete? Thank you. But that's just the truth of the matter. That's the typical left. Yeah. But this doesn't have to be about her being black, though. Well, it's about she's her an being American a, citizen. Let's just keep it there. But she's a star at the same time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and she's beloved. The WNBA really. That, that was a conversation on. Right. The WNBA. There's a fake, a huge Facebook argument that I I, I, I jumped in. You know, because people said they need to be paid for what? Why? They're boring. I cannot sit and watch a whole WNBA game. They're not the NBA. So all this. Pay them their fair share. For what? They're not bringing people in. That's what I was about to get to. They don't bring in the revenue that the NBA brings in. So you can't use the fair share argument. Yeah. I mean, seriously? Really? They, they, uh, you, they, you, you think you're special just because you got money and then just because you, because, but see, that's that American mentality. I'm an American. Do you know who I am? No, we don't know who you are. We don't care. You're in Russia. You're an American, but you hate your country. And you're in Russia. Right. Hey, right. What can you say? It's right. It's stupidity. Right. I mean, should the XFL, should the minor leagues be paid? I mean, come on, man. I mean, where, where does this conversation stop? It won't. Right. They just feel like money should be handed out. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh Let's go to this call, Joe. Joe, welcome to Black and Right. Hi, um, nice to talk with you guys. I just want to make a quick comment on the TSA yeah. and kind of support your friend. I've had nothing but tra- problems with them when I traveled, and it's not that they're racist. They're just power hungry. They treat everybody like crud. They do. Uh, and then as, as far as the justice system is concerned, if it's applied fairly and correctly, it's a good justice system, but I agree with you. It's all about money now. Yeah. And if you don't have the money, you're toast. That's it. Can I, can I ask you a question, Joe? Why yes, did sir. they leave the body spray and oh, take my cocoa butter? Can, can, can you answer that question? The, the body spray is bigger than the cocoa butter and, and, you know, and everything else that I had in the bag, the Vaseline, all of it. They took my cocoa maybe butter. He has some, uh, maybe he has some predilections that require cocoa butter. No, you know what? <laughs> You know what? I think those massive women, those massive hey, women. Come on. Stop talking about the, they, the women they, like that. They have a lot of weight, so they need, they needed it more than me. I, I'm gonna let it go. They needed it more than me. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joe, thanks so much for calling. Sound like your your first time You're calling welcome. too. Thanks so much for listening. You're welcome. Thanks. Yeah, but you know, v- Vilan, I'm, I, you know, I'm trying. You can't. It's, 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 it's baffling. It, it, it's not. Okay, 
Okay, here's another. Here's another. This is what I'm going to show you. The system now is about money. Nancy Pelosi's husband gets DUI, right? Gets let off. But the, oh, wait a minute. No, oh, no. We, no but still initially, but initially, what happened initially? They threw it out. You think Did that they? happens to you initially? The attorney, the the state's attorney, threw it out. I didn't hear. Yeah, that. The, the state's attorney was not going to prosecute it initially. You know why? Because he's the speaker of the house husband. But would that have happened to Valon? Galloway or no. John Anthony, no, or DJP, no, yeah. But you can take that all the way to Kim Fox. It was a domestic. They would have locked you up. Yep. Guess what? Nothing. Nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. I, I've I've arrested on domestics for less. Yeah. So, I, I mean, do. I'm I'm telling. Do. When, when I when that case did come, and I don't, I don't normally don't talk about personal because yeah. that's for me that's personal. You want the camp? Anybody that's running against a campaign want to go after it with that? That's that's go after it with that, but I normally don't. That, that's why you know you notice I never talked about it. I I, I don't talk about Kim yeah. Fox and nobody yeah. else, but I'm just making a comparison. That you want to go after Kim Fox, you have to be somebody not to be prosecuted. Correct. You want to go after Kim Fox for her policies for for what she's done in the office? Go ahead for what she's done. At, I mean, I mean, dude. I mean, who hasn't gotten into an argument with their spouse? I have. You? Yeah, but I've I haven't beat up anybody. Yeah. So the, the the question, so that's why I, I kind of stayed away from that when that when that happened, but I mean the, back to this was it Griner 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 right. She's gonna get out. She's gonna get out. She's not doing nine years in a Russian jail. No. But guess what? And I'm gonna say it this way: If it was Trump, she'd already be out. Now that's true. I guarantee you. Yeah. Look what he did with ASAP Rocky. Yeah. You know, in Sweden. And I, I just want to know. Is this her wake up call? Because it takes stuff no. like this to happen to people of the left. I hope for them to wake up. I hope. No, I want to get. I want her to get on TV and apologize. Yeah. For for, for not standing for the flag, for not representing this country the way she should, not being a proud American. I want her to apologize. See, that's what would have happened too if Trump would have got her out. He yeah. would say, "Listen, you're gonna come on TV and speak good about it." I don't think he would have did that. Listen, no, you wouldn't have known he did it. But she would have got on TV and, and said some good stuff about America, and that would have told me that somebody talked. To but her. but but what do you think this has done for other athletes who travel abroad? Oh, they're gonna think. They're gonna think first. Yeah, you, you you think it changes their mind about justice systems across around the country? No, and 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 how they compared it to America? No, not until they're faced with what she's being faced with. No, yeah, because because this is serious business. Nine years in a Russian jail. Yeah. This is serious. Yeah. I mean, I'm just glad it wasn't China. China. I I, I think the conditions in China would, would have been much worse. You know? Any 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 lockup around the world other than America is worse. And and, and, and that's the message right there. Yeah. Most people really don't understand how good our system really is. Yeah. And we fight to protect it because she says they didn't read my rights. Uh, baby girl, you ain't in America anymore. You ain't in Kansas. You're in Russia. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560 Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with the troublemaker himself. Um, you know, Valon, I, I, I really, really, and I mean this when I say this, uh, 
I know we have our faults in our systems as a, as a country, but the greatest thing, you know, what, one of the greatest thing about America is that we find ways to fix our faults. We find ways to fix what's been, what, where we've gone wrong. And if you can't see that's what makes us exceptional and one of the greatest country to ever be devised, I got nothing for you, bro. I got nothing for you. I, I, hey, I can't say I can't say it any better than you, what you just said. Yeah, and let's let's clear let's clear these phone lines phone lines because you about to raise my blood pressure. Actually, not actually, you'd be surprised. You may not raise my blood pressure on this next case. Okay, uh, let's go to Terry from Rogers Park. Terry, welcome back to Black and Right. Okay, um, um, I guess there's that inequality of poor people going to jail uh, because the criminals with with uh, money get slicker lawyers. That's true. We need to we need to do something about the slick lawyers. Uh, that way, the <laughs> poor people and the rich can go to prison. Well, I, you know, I don't think it's so much about the slick lawyers. I think it's about just people having money to hire better lawyers who have better connections, who who go golfing with a lot of these judges right, and right. With, the, with the prosecutors and things of that nature. I think, personally, I really think it's about how much money and, and, and how you can afford an attorney who really, because, listen, not all attorneys are bad. I know they get a lot, they get a bad rap. Um, you know, they, they have all, they have, they have their faults, but I don't think it's so much about them being slick. I think it's, it's about how they've built their practice, how they've built you know, their connections. I think that's what is, especially in a place like Cook County. Right. <laughs> you know, well, that's kind of the same thing. That's the same thing as being slick. If you ask me, <laughs> yeah, well, I, Terry, you know what? I'm, I'm not arguing with you. I can't argue with Terry about that. <laughs> Thanks so much for calling Terry. All right. All right. Let's go to Mitchell. Mitchell. Hey, what's up there? John Berlan. What's going uh, on? You're talking, you were talking earlier with that guest on education, and uh, let me tell you something. It comes down to three things. In the state of Illinois, public schools is based on 86% of our taxpayers, and only 14% comes from the federal government. So, first of all, it's a very out-of-whack, what I call, formulation. Second of all, in the public school system, it's a race to the bottom because technology, like we've talked before in the past, has a dark side. These kids have no sense of what I call law and order in the schools. The public schools are inundated, especially on the high school level, uh, with lots of drugs. They can't stop it. The kids are playing video games in between class, I mean, literally in the classroom. And the teachers gave up their power. So they're not, basically, there's no one being held accountable for their, what I call their lack of, their, what I call their irresponsible actions. So you have a very amoral society with centennials and some millennials that are a little younger. Because the bottom line is this. There's no accountability. None. Zero. And the teachers, okay, it all comes down to this. The public school, the principal, they set the tone. And it's like Lord of the Flies on steroids. If you don't fall in as a teacher, uh, if you don't fall into, you know, what I call groupthink of what that principal is, and if this principal has a radical leftist attitude, that's what you're seeing nationally. That's what you're seeing, especially in these Democratic states. And what's the outcome? You have what I call a race to the bottom of people that are not paying attention. These kids are really disruptive and destructive. Yeah. I'm talking, I've seen, it, I've seen it straight up. And the thing is that nobody wants to do a thing, a thing about it. So guess what, Daddy-O? <laughs> they got what they wanted. And by the way, the absorption rate with critical race theory is zero. They're on Snapchat, you fools. They're, they're playing video games. They yeah. couldn't care less. 
yeah. about following directions. They can't even spell their damn name. Give me a break, Daddy O. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to come in with a shirt that says Daddy O, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> you have my word. I'm going to come in with a shirt that says Daddy O. Mitchell, always I insightful. Thanks so much for calling us, brother. You're the best. Take care, guys. You are too. Thank you. All right, go ahead. Take it away, Vlon. All right. I just want you to upload. I got it already. I'm ready. It's ready to go whenever you whenever you say you know, just, just, go, just go ahead. Just go ahead and upload. Let the can people you set, hear. Can you set, you want to set the stage for what we're going to, what the people are going to be listening to? Because remember, it's, it's We're about it's to listen out. to a police chief lose it on an officer saying that he's the only thing that can have his back when trouble comes and how he uh, took out 13 innocent lives. Okay. You ready? Right. All right, here we go. Fire, uh, he was a police chief in Mississippi. Yep. Ah, you, you, here we go. Officer Robert Lee Hooker released an audio recording from April. He says the conversation is between him and Dobbins, who at the time was his police chief. Hooker accuses Dobbins of creating a stressful and toxic work environment. I just got to the point where you're not doing the people right, you're not doing me right, so therefore let me expose you for what you are, who you are. And that's how it happened. We obtained the audio. In the recording, Hooker says you can hear Dobbins using the N-word. Let me explain something to you. Come on. You're going to get in some in the street. And there's only going to be one man fighting for you. All right? Yeah. It's going to be me. Okay? Don't ever ruin that. All right? Because these other they're lazy brass. Okay? As well as him speaking about people he's shot and killed as an officer. I killed 13 men in my career. That's not all. Hooker says Dobbins also made negative comments towards the LGBTQ community. I don't talk queers. I don't, I don't talk. I, I ain't got nothing for you. Comments that many are calling disgraceful. Wow. Now, the only thing that happened to this guy is that he got fired. Okay. This guy should be under the jail. Let me tell you, this is the stuff. That wait, wait, they, under the jail for what? Man, I believe he mur- murdered some of those people. He... And this is another problem with the police policing themselves and whatever oversight board that they have in Mississippi, I'm pretty sure they didn't put any effort into trying to find out if this guy, uh, if it was really justified or not what this guy did as far as killing these people. Well, I got a feeling some of those cases are going to be reopened. I think so, too. I, it I should have be. a strange feeling. And, and, and I, I would agree. I mean, if you're going to be that blatant and. Uh, open and say, you know, I killed 13 people. Um, he should have been fired. And an, an investigation should be opened. I would reopen those shootings. Yeah, you but, know? but see, this is the problem that a lot of the left talks about as far as police policing themselves. See, and how many of these okay, other but, guys, but, 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 how many of these other guys are out there doing the same thing? That's why people doubt the FBI numbers as far as you know, how many how many uh, uh, police killings are justified and how many people were killed 
and things of this Okay, wait. Number. Do you know any one of the 13 shootings that he had? No, we don't know. We, so, the only, we, only way we know about it is because that guy had an undercover tape. So, uh, and, and when we come back from break, um, I want to talk about that, too, because that chief was too, he was too open with his use of the N-word. Did he get a pass from these black guys? You know, you know the white people do get passes to use the N word. You know that, right? Yeah, but he don't you, sound you, you like see Marlon he don't sound like one of the white guys wait, that we let get a wait, pass. Wait, did you hear how the the black guy was talking to him? Wh- wh- why didn't the black guy go back against him? Same name. He was what, the what chief. The, so who, I let, let a chief, a sheriff, anybody use that word to me. I'm gonna say, excuse me, have you lost your mind? Well, listen. I joke around with a lot of white dudes. I'm cool. With, I know, and I do not care whether they say that word or well, not. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Did he get a pass? Did you see Marlon Wayne's special? Yeah, but the white the, dude, pass? the white dudes I hang out with don't sound like a. Wait, wait, wait. He said, you know, he says you can't use the impasse everywhere you go. <laughs> it's, it's right, I know, you, I know. You you can't. You can't use it like if 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 if, if some if I give you the impasse. You can't go use it with DJ. I mean, with, with DJ Pete can't. If I give DJ Pete the impasse, he can't go then go use it against you because you may not be okay know, with that. But see, that's Mississippi, and yeah. you know it's, it's it's different down there. Well, they, they say, might they, just say it. They do. See what I'm saying? They do, and it's like second nature. See what I'm saying? It's like they they'll use that word, but but when we come back from break, I want to talk about though because you said he should the policing the police. You do understand that. I guarantee you his department didn't investigate any of those shootings. And Evelyn, there are ethical police officers who do their job by the book. Yeah, but you all get the right to report. And that's the thing. You get the word the way you want to word it. But based upon what, though? See, you, you, you're saying this and you have no clue about how the police shooting, officer involved shootings are done. Hey, Phil for Blue Island, hold the line. We'll be right back. We now return to Black and White on AM560. The answer. Here's John Anthony. Welcome back to Black and Right. I'm John Anthony. Live in studio with the troublemaker, and he just says something during the break. If you if I wish you guys could have been here to hear it. Say it again, bro. I'm gonna say it again. Say it again. You know what? And I've been thinking about this for like over two years sitting here with you. <laughs> when did it start that police didn't fight? Because I was talking, we talked about it the other week with the police officer. When did it, when did the police stop like doing hand to hand combat with the uh, suspects and just start killing people uh, yeah. a lot? Yeah. It started when Gary McCarthy came into office here in Chicago and he made his first statement to his police officers. Shoot first. We do the report later. You sure that's a... a, a, a that's a quote from him. Quote. Tr- trust me. I know police officers too. Okay. All right. He, he, that's what he... And they told me. Because okay. m- one of my Masonic brothers is a police officer. And, 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 and my reply was this. And it's been going on since. First of all, more cops have gotten in trouble for getting into fisticuffs with people. I don't know if you know that or not. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, that I, you I know about the police brutality head claims. to head... I mean, look at all the videos that are out there of a police officer knocking somebody one punch, not knocking them out with one punch. They've gotten in trouble for it. Right. So all this coming down upon police officers. Now, I get it. There are some bad apples out there. Those bad apples. Get them out. Fire them. If they have to go to jail, if they committed a crime, send them to jail. But Villan, 
I understand what McCarthy was saying. I understood what he was saying. You know why? Because when it, you, you, we, we were talking about when, when does a report get done? Does the report get done while they're out there on the street? No. So, wait, wait. You you forgot that last part about it though. Shoot first, and we'll do what? Do the report later. Right. That means clean it up, man. That is not. That is that not. Mean, what that means that we're gonna clean it up. That is not what that means. Can, can you do the report while you while no. you out there? Why, no, man. why not? No, you can't. You, you're not? conducting business and oh, investigation. Oh, 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 you can't, right? Yeah, but so that's you cold. can't wait until you. It's cold. What? That's cold. We're gonna we're gonna clean it all up. I, later. I definitely understood what he was saying when he when he when he made that statement. And I I don't think that was quite the actual words. I'll look forward to doing the break. I was going to do it, but I had um, our next guest in the third hour. Right. They've arrived a little early. See, I think somebody else can put it better than I can because he lives it. He li- he lives what? He lives it. He lives in Blue he- Island. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, what's going on? That's cold. Uh, look. <laughs> I shot that N-word 119 times. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that's right, Phil. I'm with you on that. 119 t- And you know it was a black person because he used the N-word. Yeah. No, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, he, and there's nowhere in here where he's talking about doing this to any other race of people in the planet, on the planet. Right. And then another quote is, uh, I don't give a F if I kill a MF in cold blood. Yeah, and so if this is the mindset of a police chief, yeah, what do you think is Phil, the, the rank and file in this area? And I'm sorry, we talking. What was this, Mississippi? Okay, you, you can't you can't compare Mississippi to Chicago. See, we've had this conversation conversation ad nauseum, Phil. You cannot compare police departments with one against each other because they're not all the same. They're no, simply but, but because the problem is. The problem is, you know who John Burge is. Yeah, I do. Right? And yeah. so, we're, I mean, and so how many years ago was that? And yeah. we still got the guy like this? Yeah. Still policing communities, especially communities of color, yeah. using this language. I don't, and I don't care how many of them you kill. Phil, listen, we're not in disagreement with on this one. And as I told Vilan, we t- we're definitely not in, in disagreement. This police chief is a serious problem to policing. And you know what? If he's committed crimes, he should be held to uh, he should go to go through the system. But, but I got to respond. Go ahead. This is what black people be worried about when they get pulled over. That's why they don't oh comply. That's why they have an no, inherent that's, that's, that's fear BS right because there. they no. think that it's one no. of these guys out there that may want to kill no. them. No, they 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 no. they're scared. No, no, they've developed this fear that's not real. Uh, no, 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 but they developed this. it from but, TV. But, uh, from me, but, from but, but I will tell you this: there's a there's a trepidation that I get when I still get pulled over by. But I was still a cop, and there was still a fear, a, a trepidation I got when I got pulled over. You know why? Why? I didn't want a ticket. You know, I knew I had just broken the law. Yeah. Most of these people knew know they either got something on them, they got a warrant, and then they they is is it is it the fight or flight. Don't give me that John, crap about but John, when yeah. the, when the cop walks up to your car, the first thing you gonna have 
and it's probably on the seat or in the, it's right there. Right, it's, it's a badge. You Negative. Can stick it right in their face. I've done that one Negative. time. I've done that one time, and I and I did that one time because I was rushing home because my mother was rushed to the hospital. I'd never show my badge to another officer. Why wouldn't you? Why would that I? Don't make no sense. Why would I? If I if I, I listen, why would I? I mean, because if he's pulling you over for an illegal reason, no, like they no, do a I lot of the speeding. time. I was doing. If they were I, racial, no. but I'm just saying, I'm, I'm changing the scenario, not your situation. But, <laughs> but I'm sure you, you say you get pulled over scenario. before. How you how you going to change if, the scenario to fit your your narrative though? No, 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 no. I'm just no. Hey, Phil, wait, again, wait, Phil. We got to go to break. Hold the line, Phil. Don't go nowhere because we're going to finish this this conversation. We'll be right back. the show the mainstream media doesn't want you to know about it's black and right with john anthony on am 560 the answer maybe i'm foolish, welcome back maybe I'm to black and right on am 560 the answer. i'm your host john anthony Villan is getting my and phil now who's joined them i can't believe you and phil have become an item Okay, is it the is it the cocoa butter? Is it the cocoa butter? And vaseline? No, I don't know, man. It's An African body boot. What was it? African butt African lotion. African body lotion. A body lotion. I don't know, Phil. Item that is. Yeah, you guys have been you guys have been getting a lot cozy lately. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but but I I, I think but what, what I would say. Wait wait wait. Hold on, Phil. Go ahead, go ahead, wait, hold on. What I, what I, what I don't think you, Villan, or anybody that's never put on the uniform, I don't think you guys understand just how dangerous it is to be a police officer. You you are targeted just because you are a cop. Cops don't go out targeting people just because they're black. I know the media, I know I know some politicians want that to be the case, but that's not the reality. That is not the reality, Phil. Okay, uh, if you had if you had uh if you had statistics that would support that I mean, but then you got a guy like this. We do. Top policeman. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay. But this guy said he shot this brother, I'm assuming. I hope he wouldn't shoot a woman 119 times. What did he say? I killed uh, 13 in his career. How many people have you killed in your career? How many cops do you know that have killed one person? I know. I know a few of them. This dude is bragging about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I know a few. I thought you were asking me the question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no! It was a question, but yeah. again, thirteen. Yeah. Okay, that, that, that's, that's a lot. But and you shoot one person a hundred and nineteen times. Do we know the? So do, do we? Do we know, know? I wish I could believe. Do we know what happened? Do we know any of these cases? What's what's involved? No. That's right now. All we got is an audio of this guy saying this. We have no clue. And this, like wait, hold, wait, 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 hold on, wait, hold on, Phil. And and this is my problem with people like Phil, you people. In Milan, is that you guys? Really? You, you, I'm just messing with you. Bill. You guys rush to judgment with all the facts of the case. Let's figure. Let's let's. Let, I'm sure there's more that's going to come out about this police chief. Let's wait. Okay. Okay. Well, take the word of Robert Lee Booker, officer. Okay. You should have nothing else to say. This is an officer. This is one of your peers. Yeah. They're saying it just went on long enough. You ain't doing nothing for the community. You're not doing nothing for us. You're not doing nothing for us, even as officers. And I have to expose you for who fair. you are. And that's and that's a fair so, thing. And I'm, so and I'm happy he did it. Trying to rationalize for you to be trying to rationalize, and we're talking taking another officer, and he knows this guy. 
don't, we don't need to be questioning well, nothing. Well, well, okay, okay, okay. Hold on, Phil. Okay, here's another. Th- here's another. Okay, because you know why? I'm a thinker. I'm a critical thinker, and I think things through. I don't just make decisions based upon my emotions. I think things through because how do we know that this officer? I've seen this. This happens. An officer gets upset with a sheriff or a chief, and then they, they and then you know they, they're goody buddy buddy buddies, and then the officer gets upset. Then he comes out, and now he wants to expose the office of the chief or the sheriff for for his own benefit. I don't know. See, I don't know if any of that. But it, see, I want to go back. No, I, I want to go back to this. I want to go back to this word called investigation. Back in the day, mm. see, they can't do it like they used to do it. Back in the day, when they used to say, "Well, it's under investigation." It's under investigation. Next thing you know, it's two years, three years, and then it mysteriously goes away. Well, do you know why? It used to, but but they used to go away, and the police officers skated every single time. Now that the spotlight is on these situations, they can't get away with it anymore. See, see this this is this is how they I can't know. get away with but it. But this anymore. is how I know you. Okay, you you sure about that? Hmm. Yeah, because they're getting so, locked up so, now. So did you know that I voted for a database that any time state in the state of Illinois, I voted for this. Any time an officer has an investigation opened up on him, it follows him wherever he goes. He can no longer consider what was happening. Officers would do dirt in one town, skip over to the next town, and become an officer over there. Guess what happened to that investigation? It died. That can't happen anymore. No, it's not going to happen anymore because the media is not going to happen No, 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 it's not going to happen anymore because we had good, sound people who were looking to make sure that we clean up and and we we take away those, those blind spots. That was a blind spot in policing. And you know what? Dude, Name name a profession that doesn't have bad apples. Name one. I'm Phil, give can't. me one. Give me one. Give me one profession that are there bad doctors? Yeah. Are there bad teachers? Yeah. Huh? Yes. Oh, so are there bad politicians? Yes. Okay. Name a profession that doesn't have bad apples. Phil, I'm waiting. But John, but John, don't. No, no, no. no. I, I, and, that, and all that is fine, and all that is good, and all that's See, he can ask uh, questions. true. But again, no, no. The the point that that we have an officer admitting. And we got a, 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 a chief that's, in his own words, why defend it? It's indefensible. I, okay. From your, from, from my I, perspective. I did defend and, what and the, know, the, 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 the chief said. Tell me where I defended I mean, what but he your said. Argument, your argument is one of, okay, we're going to get Because gotta, I gotta don't know. Police. But we're just talking about this instance. We're not saying all cops are bad. Okay. And I said it last week, or whatever it was. Well, Vlad did. <laughs> How, 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 you know, I respect the police. Yeah. yeah, I need them to come when I call them. But I don't need them to come. And it's in so many cases now, if I'm having a family member with mental issues, yeah. they're killing them. Yeah. So too many things have happened. Now we scared of police. We can't drive down the street. We can't call I'm not afraid help. of the police. You're afraid of the police. Don't you're put not, me in there. I'm not, not afraid of the again, police. You're not, you're, not, you're not living in the war zone. No, if you I'm complying. I'm doing, no. I'm complying. I'm doing what they're telling me to do. That's why I'm not afraid. You know? Okay, this is this. Okay, compliant, right? So this, that's always another thing that, that you all throw up, and I'm throwing you in that with yeah. you saying <laughs> compliant. You know? Yeah. Okay, I mean, I mean, 119 times. I don't even yeah, see how I don't this even, guy can shoot Wait, 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 wait to get the ammunition for that. <laughs> hey, ho- hold the line, Phil. Let, <laughs> let, right, let's finish this conversation, and then we got to cut it after the, the next segment, but... Uh, you listen listening to Black and White Radio on AM560 The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony. Phil, we don't know all of the information. So guess what? I never rush to judgment until I hear it all. We'll be right back. 
Black and right continues on AM560. Once again, here's John Anthony. Let's get to Phil. <laughs> Welcome back. Black and right on AM560. We've had a very spirited discussion with Phil from Blue Island. But Phil, would you want to be based on a uh, judge based on a one-sided conversation? Let's say that was you. You were that police chief, but there was way more to the story, but a snippet of a video of an audio was released on you. How would that make you feel? Um, uh, contrite. Um, I'd be looking for some type of way that I could make it right. How do you and know the chief hasn't done that? His boldness, his, 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 uh, uh, well, obviously it took so long for him to turn, change his ways without having to be, uh, exposed. Yeah. Pretty obvious, you okay. know. It's so bad that that one of his, you know, under him came and said, "Look, man, I'm gonna put my tape on. Let me see yeah. what he's gonna say." But right. and probably did not expect all that to roll up out of his mouth. That's he's true. Such a he's such an arrogant that you have to be that was arrogant. Oh my god! Hey, hold on, Phil. Let's go. go to, let's go to the phone line, Dave. I think I know who this Dave. Dave from Downers Grove. Welcome to Black and Right. Hey, how you doing, John? Hey, how's it going? Um, glad you keep. Glad you're keeping it real. Hey, listen, you know, um, I had this discussion with friends at work. I'm a, I'm a truck driver. I got black friends, white friends, yeah. Spanish friends. And and I said, you know, if, if, if you're under the impression the cops are out to get you and beat you up and kill you, then why is it that you don't comply? Because everyone that's getting beat up or shot is all because they don't comply. Like this 17-year-old kid. Yeah. You know. If he hadn't run, didn't have a gun in his backpack, and just complied, they would have this different result. Yeah. Now, instead of letting him go, they should set. They should give the cops, you know, credit for for setting an example for other punks out there that don't want to comply and want to carry guns in backpacks. But now they're making this kid a victim. Yeah. Which is wrong. That's true. Thanks so much for calling, Dave. Let's go to Greg. Greg from Lagrange. What's up, Greg? What's up, buddy? Hey, hey how you guys doing? Good. I, I like I liked your idea and what you said about having police officers' investigations follow them because it cuts both ways. Yeah, it cuts both ways. If they're innocent, then there's there's no problem. If they're guilty, then we get to see transparency and we we get to decide who the bad apples are. And yeah. same with pol- and same with cameras on police officers. Yeah, I, I think you know the problem is you know Philip from Blue Island. He's on uh, the line. I'm not, you know, I, I can't live your experience, man. But you know what? After seeing what I've seen, I would always be a little wary. Would I, you know, would I try and run and would I try and do whatever, you know, try and avoid being handcuffed or anything? No. But I would also say to the police officer, is your camera on? And this is me as coming from your perspective. I can only project myself on you based on your experience. I would say, do you mind me filming this? Because... I'm worried. Yeah. And if the police officer has an attitude, then you know what? You just sit there, you go with it, and you make sure if he's going to abuse you, he's going to abuse you, and you right. just make sure that you get his ass in court. And yep. that's what you need to do. Yep. This is you guys. You guys. You men know this more than anything else. This this is not going to be solved overnight. This is generational problem, and it's been stoked, yeah. and it's been it's been exacerbated, and it's been used for political purposes. That's but true. real people have gotten hurt, and people need to be punished. Yeah. And you need to weed out the bad apple. Yeah. I Thanks so care. much, Greg. You, 
Thanks. We we got to go to break, but thanks so much, Brooke, no Greg. Problem. That was amazing. Uh, I feel and I don't know if you guys know this. I was beaten by cops as a kid. You said it. Yeah, I've, I I understand. Police. I got beat up too. No, I mean like beat, like beat, stumped. Yeah, you know I and, and right up there in, in Belmont. That's why I right told you the, the, the police back in the day over by Jeffrey. They used to come over to the neighborhood. Yeah. No, nah, I was in a stolen car and I ran from well, it. Well, we wasn't. We was just standing on the corner. Yeah. They used to take that badge and gun off and we go in one of those abandoned um, uh, garages yeah. and we used to fist fight them. Young Phil, at 15. Phil, Phil, you got 10 seconds. Go ahead. Anything last things you want to say? 10 seconds. Go. Thanks, Greg. Thanks, Greg. But I was just like everybody, especially just recently, just to remember George Floyd being on the ground for he was compliant. No, he wasn't. If Floyd, if Floyd gets in the truck, he's alive. If he gets in the truck, he's alive. Hour three coming up next. Thanks, um, Phil. Prepare to have your mind opened. The lies of the mainstream media are about to be exposed. And the hypocrisy of the left is about to be revealed. This is a revolution in how you think about politics, race, and culture. You've tuned into Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560, The Answer. I'm coming in. Yeah, coming in hot, just like the fajita, I write what I live, my life in the speaker, I'm nice with the flow, welcome back, just like the demeanor, to Black and White Radio on AM560, oh look at them beady eyes, I'm looking at those beady eyes, There's no more controversy, <laughs> I'm your host John Anthony, sitting in with my buddy, the troublemaker himself, if you missed the first two hours, go over to 560theanswer.com, download the podcast, you don't have to sit through any of the commercials. Share all the links. Uh, Facebook is down because they said that we are we stole some songs. So um, the Rumble link is up. Uh, I posted the Rumble link to Black and Right Radio at Black and Right Radio on Facebook. You'll see the um, Rumble link if you don't want to go to Rumble. Uh, or if you want to go to Rumble, I'm on Black and Right Radio as well on Rumble. So, uh, you know... <laughs> Today, today just fits, I, and, and I didn't. I promise you, Vilan, I didn't plan any of this. I didn't plan uh, Shannon Adcock to come on. I didn't plan for Thomas Devore to come on. But there's a. It's all related because what you have is those. What do you call them? Leftists. Yeah. Uh, who are coming after people who are sick and tired of the status quo, especially as it pertains to education. You know, and who's who's teaching our kids? What they're teaching our kids. Um, as you know, I've had my pastor, Pastor Randy Bland, on the show many a times uh, because he started what's called uh, Grace Association. And uh, my kids attend one of his schools down in Shanahan, uh, Families of Faith, uh, Christian Academy. And I also attend the church, Families of Faith. And, you know, Pastor Bland basically didn't shut down when they tried to get him to shut down the school and the church. Uh, he was one of those people that stood and said, no, show me where you have that authority or that power. Until then, my church remains open. And he he's never shut down his church or school. Now, the first 30 days, there was a little, you know, hey, wait a minute, what do we got here? I mean, I think that was everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think I think the first 30 days, I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't know what came upon our shores. And so we we wanted to make sure, you know, nothing happened. You know, again, this has not been, in my opinion, about masks. If you want to wear masks, you want to do the vaccine. That's 
your prerogative. This is about government understanding the power in their lane and the people understanding just how much more powerful they are than the government. And I think people are starting to w- realize that. And that's why I wanted to have, because I know um, Pastor Bland is opening up some new schools. He's opening up Faith Faith Christian Academy in Naperville, and he's opening up um, uh, oh, that just Liberty Christian in Romeoville. So I wanted to have them in to talk about, you know, what it is that they're trying to do, because we need good quality education. I mean, our kids are falling behind. I mean, the last two years, our kids have fallen so b- Well, I won't say my kids because my, our school didn't close. Mm. We didn't have the s- satellite. You know, kids had to do school from home. My kids were there engaged at school. So I, I invited Amber Davis and Tammy Davis, who's from Liberty Christian, and Vesna Zavala, who's from Faith Christian Academy. Uh, Vesna, I, I saw that the Naperville Sun, who's a, a part of the Chicago Tribune, they trying to, they're, they're trying to, to attach you guys to Awake Illinois and to make Awake Illinois as if there's some far right group. Um, is that is there any truth to this? That Awake is a far le- far right <laughs> correct, group. Correct. Uh, no, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not at all. Um, we do have a lovely charter family that is attending faith. That is Shannon Adcock. And she is the wonderful woman that started Awake Illinois and gave all of us parents in Naperville and in the surrounding areas a voice uh, during the last two years. And we are so grateful and so honored to have her, you know, be able to send her child to to Faith Christian Academy. And more importantly, just to be able to be um, a school in the area for families who have seen in the last two years what the government tried to put upon us. Yeah. And so uh, I, I, I mean, and, and when you look at Naperville, there were some big, powerful Christian schools that shut down their schools. Oh, absolutely. And and I, I know that faith that you guys won't do that over at Faith Christian. Um, so why why was it started? Why was Faith Christian started? And um, how's everything going? How's it coming along with as far as the students and things of that nature? Well. We are so excited. We're starting August 29th is our first day of school. So we have three weeks to go. And I cannot wait for that first day of school to see these kids walking through those halls and learning, reading, writing, arithmetic. And more importantly, that God created them and God loves them and teaching them about having a relationship with Christ. And that's ultimately that's what we're about. And, uh, you know, faith came to be because... We saw a need in the area for families that wanted to have this alternative education. And so it's something that we're super grateful for. I, I, I'm so beyond blessed to be a part of it. I know that it, this is God's calling. Um, and I can't wait to, to be able to share it with Naperville and the surrounding areas and to have our friends, you know, right down the block in Romeoville have a, a campus as well. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Have you all come under any pressure or attacks by left-wing groups? Because I heard Naperville is kind of going woke. Not going. (laughs) I don't know about going. It is. Uh, No, you know, it's, we moved to Naperville seven years ago. And in all honesty, I don't know if I would have actually came to Naperville if if I knew that was the community atmosphere. There are a lot of benefits to living in Naperville. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we have a beautiful church that we attend, uh, and we've created great communities through that. 
Uh, but we are the outsiders. Mm. Mm. We are um, one of the few families that fly the American flag or fly the blue line flag or, you know, support. It's just it's not what everyone thought it was going to be. It's not this conservative little town. <laughs> but it's, it's it stopped being in a long time oh, yeah. ago. It's not like. Chicago or some of these hard left places that they get in your face. It's not like that yet. Not uh, not necessarily getting in your face, but it, yes, I mean, you, you see a, a situation where we just want to talk about our school opening up and, and the headline is purposely driven yeah. in order to make it a negative situation, which it's not. Um, it, it, it's just, you know, being believers, right? We know that this is what we're up against. Uh, the Faith Christian Academy, we we adopted the Crusader as our mascot, mm-hmm. and we built that Crusader based on the armor of God. Yeah. Ephesians 6.10, and that is something that we are going to be putting into these kids on a daily basis yeah. and allowing them to understand that they have to put up that armor of God on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I had the opportunity to, to attend the ribbon cutting yes, of it. Yes. And we were so honored to have you there, John. It's such a beautiful school as well. And it's at Wheatland... Wheatland-Salem Methodist Church. Wheatland-Salem Methodist Church. Yes. Uh, that's a, a beautiful edifice, too. Um, has there... In keeping in line with Valon's questioning, has there been any uh, protests out in front of the school yet? Uh, and if, if not, are you guys prepared? Should it happen? I, I, we haven't had any of that. And God willing, we won't. Um, most of the protests that happen are typical of our society today. It happens behind a screen and behind a keyboard. Yeah. And right? yeah. How, how important is it to bring the message of Grace Association to Naperville? And I mean, because there are a lot of kids there who, who need the message of Christ, right? Absolutely. Um, how, how important is, is that in, 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 in the decision making to, to put the faith Christian in Naperville? It, ultimately, what it comes down to is that was not that was not man made. That was all God driven, right? I mean, we had a campus in Romeoville. It's eighteen minutes away from the one in Naperville, right? Did we really, um, you know, could we have done with just the one campus? Absolutely, but God has bigger plans for this school and for what Pastor Randy plan has um, started with the Grace Association schools, and so. Again, it, it is an honor and a blessing to be a part of it because I know that we are doing the work of God. Yeah. How's enrolling, enrollment? Do you, Enrollment's do you guys- really good. I mean, considering the situation, you know, considering the, the environment, um, it, it's getting the word out so that families know about us. And I think Romeoville would say the same thing. It's just a matter of letting people know we're here. We are an alternative. You are going to give your children an amazing education. But along with that, you're also going to give them the love of Christ. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. When we come back from break, um, I want you to also give out that that website again. And then we're going to talk about the, the school that's happening in Romeoville. Um, I, I know the heart of um, Pastor Randy and Karen Bland. As I said, at the ribbon cutting, they could be off, you know, jet setting in some warm climate year round. But here they are um, trying to help change our education system uh, here in the state of Illinois, and they are amazing for it. I, I know them well, and I'm just so glad they came into my life. We'll be right back. Back to 
to Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Welcome back to Black and Right on AM560, The Answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, live in studio with my buddy, The Troublemaker. We're joined in studio by a group of mothers, um, administrators for the Grace Association, who just fed up with what, what's been, you know, what the Illinois education system has become. And, you know, I, 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 I'm, I get, I got a little flustered when, when Vesna, who's from uh, faith Christian Academy in Naperville, uh, she got here and she said, Oh, you didn't see the Naperville sun, um, article. So I went to go look, the look up the article and they immediately tried to tie Christ association, faith, uh, Christian Academy to awake Illinois. I know Shannon's kids go there. I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, but I do know, I do know, I know this one thing. Awake Illinois and Grace Association and Faith Christian Academy are their own separate entities. Am I right or am I Amen. wrong, Vesna? Amen. Amen. They are 100%. Yeah. We are, um, you know, we are part of Grace Association, and um, that is a, a huge blessing in itself. And we're here to, you know, create a sanctuary school right. in, in Naperville. And uh, any affiliations or non-affiliations, the reality is, is what faith stands for, what grace stands for, is God first, education, kids, you know, everything that all of us moms want for our for our kids. Right. And for anyone to try to tie it into something negative. But that's the society we live in, right? Our morals, um, the way that we want to live our lives nowadays is something that gets looked down on. And there's a a shift in culture. And we have to... That's what a fight is. Right. That's what a fight. Yeah. And it's a spiritual battle, ultimately. And that's, you know, that's why I'm so happy to be able to be a part of something that will help build up our kids to know that, to acknowledge it, and to be strong in in what they believe. Yeah. Amber, Tammy, I couldn't believe you guys are mom and daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Valon looked at... Valon said, what? (laughs) (laughs) Um... You guys are part of Liberty Christian in Romeoville. How has that experience been um, bringing a Christian-based school to Romeoville? I, I know the mayor there. He's really good. If he gives you any problems, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do know him. He's a, he's, he's a really good mayor. Uh, he's, he's been one of the best mayors in the state of Illinois. Um, but how has that experience been, and, and, and why Romeoville? Um, for me, it's been a breath of fresh air. Um, it's offered me a lot of safety for what I want for my children who are attending uh, third and fourth grade. Um, I was a parent who was a stay-at-home mom who was able to hear what was going on through e-learning, um, learned and listened as they were taught things that I didn't think they were prepared to hear at such a young age. They were in first and second grade, um, and it was just mind-blowing, um, and the fact that it would take you know, an hour to do two simple math pages while my daughters couldn't stay focused. Um, that's just not an education. Wow. Um, so I started looking, like, what what other choices do I have out here? And God led me and showed me Grace Association. He led me to Romeoville because I am actually closer to Naperville, but he continues to lead me to, to Romeoville. Wow. And to show me this is the way. And he makes the path easy and he makes the path straight. 
Uh, I want to ask you. Sure. What curriculums does your schools concentrate on, and is your schools accredited? We are using the ABECA curriculum, and we are not accredited through the Illinois State Board of Education, and we, we purposely choose not to be right. okay. so that we do not have to follow the, the government's mandates and But there is curriculum. an accreditation. There's a Christian accreditation that— There is. ACSI yeah. is um, um, who we are accredited with. Okay. So— so you teach teaching common sense in your school. Uh, yes, yes. Common sense, not common core. Um, Abeka, uh, <laughs> Abeka is a very strong curriculum. Love it. And it's been around for such a long time. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a very, very strong curriculum. Yeah, we homeschooled for a while. We used Abeka. And then um, we we had our kids at another school out in um, Tinley Park, I think it was. And they used Abeka. It's, it's, a, it's a great system. Um, you know, I, I, I think... As mothers, as parents, uh, when what was the final straw? Was it this sex ed bill that that you said? Well, I should say it this way: Were your kids in public schools before COVID hit? Yes, yes. That's everybody. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. So, was it, what was the final death blow that said you said to yourself, "I got to get my kids out of this 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 public school system"? Uh, so, for me, it was my first grader being told that she could decide if she was a boy or a girl and she could change her mind until she felt comfortable settling on either Wait, one. Wait, what grade again? First grade. Oh, first grade. On, first grade. Um, and then I had my second grader a few short weeks later have a conversation with me um, about how her teacher had explained there were different families and you could have mom and dad and sometimes you could have a mom and a dad and a stepdad or a stepmom or sometimes people lived with their grandmas but also that there could be two moms two dads and then she questioned how could that be how does that work god says man and wife you don't want to give me i I know i already know i know where where he's going with this yeah that that just blew me away that both of those happened within a matter of of weeks of weeks wow you know and i I recently had my eight-year-old, you know, FaceTime a friend who had been away on vacation, and she was so excited to talk to her. And she said, oh, I'm so excited to see your beautiful face. It was such a sweet, kind comment. And that 10-year-old looked at my nine-year-old and said, is your sister gay? Mm. And I was like, what? How is she complimenting you and being happy to see you question her sexuality? She's eight. Well, why is that even in Why is that in education? Why, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 go ahead. I know you want to say something. I'm sorry. You know, this LGBTQ stuff has gone too far. First, it was tolerance, then acceptance. Mm-hmm. Now we have to celebrate them, mm-hmm. and it's compliance. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm at work. You got to comply. You got to comply with the vaccine. You got to comply with this. You have to comply with, with that. The police. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. With, <laughs> yeah. That too. But in this case, you know, it's, it's getting to a point where it's a sickness. We just could call it what it is. It's a sickness. And, and, and the United States is infected with it. I think what makes it a sickness, and, and to, your, to your point, Valon, is when they start attacking the kids. What a grown adults do is none of my business. And right. I can kill us what they want to do. But when you start attacking kids and, and forcing first graders, fifth graders, Six. I mean, anybody that's in K through twelve, that, that should be. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, they don't look at it as an attack. They look at it as educating mm-hmm. the kids because they use the excuse of 
gay bashing or transgendered women being killed back in the day. Uh, you know, they have they have their little gay history, whereas though the police used to harass them at gay bars and uh, they used to be experimented on with uh, by scientists with shock therapy and everything else. So they want to weed out all of that so we can be a more tolerant, but it's not tolerant. It's anymore. not tolerant. It's a, a more accepting society, but it's yeah. not accepting anymore. Yeah. A celebrated. Let, let me, before we continue with that, let's go to the phone lines. Jim, who's also a sponsor of this show, um, Best Dental, welcome back. Well, thank you. Good, good topic. I have a, uh, a daughter starting second grade, and I'm enrolled her in a Catholic school in Elgin. Yeah, because I don't want her to be part of this stuff. Um, plus, you know, last spring there was an incident at Lions House, uh, Lions High School uh, in Lincoln Lagrange, I believe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some you know, sixteen year old black girl was waiting for this girl to come out of the classroom, and this white girl, and she started attacking her stuff, and you know. There's some people there in in Lagrange. They're trying to get the school board changed because these people have been basically shuttled around, and they don't want to discipline them because oh, if you discipline somebody and they're black, it's going to be like called racism. Right. And what they what this does, it just gives them an excuse because they know that bad behavior can be uh, can be had because they're not going to be uh, disciplined for it. Yeah. Well, and, and, and the roles were reversed. If it was a uh, you know uh, uh, a white girl. A black, a white girl beating up a black girl. You already know what happened. We know what would happen. It'll be on every right. two five seven nine. All every news, you know, but Fox I'm a, News, MSNBC. I'm gonna one up both of you. What about the transgendered, uh, a, a little supposed to be girl, but was a boy, raped the guy's uh, daughter in the bathroom, and they locked him up. Then they sent sent it to Wait, another what? school. You don't remember that? No. The guy went mm-hmm. to the, the the school board meeting and he spoke Virginia. out about his daughter oh, being yeah, raped. Oh, yeah, I do. All right. Yeah. And that then was they, in Virginia. Yeah, yeah Virginia. And then, and then after that, they shuttled that kid to another school and did the same thing. Wow. Jim, no, thanks for... That's why Virginia flipped. Yep. All right. Uh, if, uh, actually, Jim, that was one of the reasons why Virginia flipped, I believe. Thanks for calling us. Um, dude... <sighs> There's so much, so much you can dive into when it comes to education, especially when it comes to kids. You listen to the Black and Right, we'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right Radio on AM five sixty answer. I'm your host, John Anthony, in studio with the Troublemaker. I want to get right back at this. We got some a couple of guests in live in studio from Liberty Christian in Romeoville and Faith Christian Academy in Naperville. Um Tammy, you were gonna say something during the break. I was like, hold it. Because it won't come back it won't come out the same way on uh radio. So what were you gonna say during the break? Um, just that I hear a lot of families who are continuing with public education, just believing that their children, their children are safe there, that with all of the new mandates going in, that they're just going to, you know, sign out their kids or not allow them to participate in that portion. And I just don't think it's a smart way to think of it because what we're seeing is peers teach peers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if the teacher's not teaching it and your child isn't present that day, they're just going to learn it the next day or the next week from a peer. Yeah. You know, I've always believed, Competition is the greatest equalizer, and I think that's one of the reasons why um, the IEA and all these different groups, that's one of the I never took money from them when I was a legislator uh, because I knew I wanted to make decisions that they may not like. I knew that I was a huge school choice proponent. I love, 
I was I mean, I voted against every bill that came after charter, even agreed bills, because I, I wanted to send a statement that, you know, schools that thought different were creative and did things a little bit differently and wanted to keep uh, uh, and not not this whole woke ideology. So I wanted to come after that, you know, and I, I've always said this education is the greatest equalizer. Have you seen um, anything from the, the, the school schools in the area that have been trying to say, don't go to that school there? Anybody? I don't think I've seen it for Romeo. Or heard? No, and not, not necessarily from the schools themselves, just um, from the community members who are, you know, okay with what's going on in the public school system and what, what mandates are coming down. And they're okay with it. So the, for whatever reason, they feel the need to have to speak up against um, families that want to have that alternative choice of, of having faith be a part of their school. And um, it, it's it's really coming from the community. Uh, you know, wait till the school year starts, though, John. I, wait, wait till people in Naperville see how uh, faith is being run and how liberty is being run. And then maybe we will get people who will have more to say about it. I don't know. Co-op. Schools, uh, co-op mm-hmm. schools. Yeah. That's the idea that Dan came up That's with. That's been around like for that, years. Uh, mm-hmm. for, for a few years. Has anybody heard anything about that coming to fruition? No. no. Just, yeah. I mean, from the homeschool standpoint, you know, obviously right. families that create co-ops. Right. Um, what, 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 I, <laughs> be quiet for a lot. Um, how, how, how can people get involved? How can people, because, because you know, a lot of people may not know about the Romeoville, Naperville classes, and I mean schools that have that are opening. But how can people get involved? Do you guys have anything coming up where you're inviting out the neighborhoods to come and check out the uh, respective schools? Now, Romeoville just had an open house um, this past Thursday um, that was very well received. So we have some new photos up on our Facebook page, which is grace-romeoville.org. Um, we have some live feed. We had a really great turnout. I mean, anyone who wants to come in and tour, I would encourage to reach out and to ask questions and have conversations. We have a lot of our families that are coming in just to tour and see the updates in the building. It looks wonderful. Um, Just a ton of improvements in our school. Um, We've done a lot of painting, um, hung a lot of stuff. Uh, So there's, there's plenty of opportunity to come in and see how you can be involved. Right. You can you can come in and tour the, the school really any weekday from like 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Someone's there that could just give you an impromptu little tour and give you some information about the school. Um, and as for, you know, getting involved, that's kind of been my big role is just I've just been volunteering here um, as my mom is um, now an administrator at the school and a, a preschool and kindergarten teacher there. So I've just been really involved in volunteering and I kind of just go around in the community and try and tell people about it, the school and that I'm collecting donations because we do have a limited budget to get this up and running. Yeah. So it's so mm-hmm. focused on volunteer yeah. work and donation based to try and get this school as great as it can be. And um, we've really seen um, some really good donations and gifts and volunteer work. Um, so yeah, if you're interested in that, I mean, again, our, our Facebook page is, is a great way to contact us. Um, the school is really open for anyone to walk into. 
um, and come and get a tour information. There's, you know, administrators there all the time, weekdays. Are you guys looking for more teachers? Oh, yes. All the locations are hiring. Um, And, uh, you know, that's one of the main points, I think, for all of our schools is that the doors are open. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. We want parents to come in and see what we're about. There's no secrets. We're not hiding anything. It's it's an open door policy of being able to find out what we are and what we're teaching. Um, I know. Oh, no. Go ahead. I know in Romeoville, our our curriculum is set up on the tables for families who want to stop in and see what Abeka is all about. All those materials are out. They're welcome to flip through and see what grade level their child is in and just see this is what they're going to be taught. And from what I gather, you guys are, are, are all the schools, the whole Grace Association is Christ-centered, not politically centered. Correct. Correct. Right? Yes. And so when they try to tie you to these, you know, groups and, and, and groups that they mislabel as well. Right. right. You know, it's, it's like, I, I really hope that you guys, can you stay for one more segment? Sure. Because I, sure. I want to give, I want you guys to give you time to give a pitch of how can people get involved, your websites again. And we'll be right back. This is Black and Right with John Anthony uh, on AM 560. The answer. Welcome back to Black and Right. I come bearing gifts. Vesna, um, I know uh, my good buddy Al just sent you a text saying what? Yes, he did. He sent me um, a message saying that for Naperville and Romeo, Romeoville School, uh, we're going to offer a special $1,000 discount for the first year of tuition. Yeah. And I want you guys to say black and right. You heard You, you have to say black code and black and right That's in right. order to get the $1,000 off. That's <laughs> just for our listeners today. Yeah. Yep. Say that again. It's just for our listeners today. <laughs> no, no. Uh, w- w- what was the actual gift again? $1,000 off oh. of tuition for the first year Yeah, at Naperville and Romeoville. Yeah, come on. Call in. Give us a call. 312-642-5600. 312-642-5600. You want to take care. If you want to take up that offer in Romeoville or, or Naperville. But that's, that's not the only schools that are opening, correct? No, no, no. no. We have uh, three others. Obviously, our flagship school is in Shanahan, which is uh, Families of Faith. Then we have um, Lincoln Way, which is in Manhattan, New Lenox. And then we have Sterling um, in Sauk so- Valley and Sterling. Um, so five schools total. Pastor Randy Bland and, you know, Karen Bland, they've put their heart and soul into and, this. And, and treasure. Oh, my goodness. Uh, they are so, they're such amazing people, honestly. It's, it's a blessing to be able to work alongside both of them. Um, Karen has truly become a mentor yeah. in some aspects for us. Um, we need to give Al some love, too. Oh, Al my Crespo. gosh. Al, Al Crespo. My cousin, Al. My yeah. cousin. <laughs> if you know Al Crespo, you'll yeah. know he's my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> he's, 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 he's one of the most genuine people you could ever meet. Yes. You know, and it, yeah. and he, he really, really wants to see this come to fruition and, and really see these kids' lives change. And and you know what? I think sometimes we, we so focus on the kids that we don't realize just how much parents' lives change when their kids are getting good quality education. Am I right or wrong? Oh, you're right. You had you're a right. question? Yeah, you had a question. Um, have you all thought about throwing any events to promote your schools? Mm. Or do you have any coming up? Well, we had a ribbon cutting that um, John came to last month, but Wheatland Salem Church is actually having a carnival 
on Friday, August 26th, Saturday, August 27th, and uh, Sunday, August 29th, or 28th, and then our first day of school is the 29th. So that's, um, you know, a nice big promo for us the right before we start school. So that's our next a big a car- event. a carnival with rides and stuff like yeah. that? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, man, I haven't seen one of those at, uh, this summer yet. Because oh, yeah. you live in Indiana. You live in Gary. Well, you know, they used to <laughs> have no, this. That's no carnivals in Gary. No, they did. They did have one. Matter of fact, they had one on Cleveland. Uh, la- uh, not last year, before the pandemic. Cleveland, yeah, on Cleveland Street. Okay, and they well used then to you travel. gotta come out to Naperville. Yeah, okay, thanks. Because they used Stop to travel you everywhere. <laughs> I come, I you lie to these women of God. I know some. <laughs> I know some kids that will enjoy a carnival. They haven't seen anything like that. Listen, if you come out years. to the carnival, we'll get you a bracelet, an all ride bracelet, so oh. you can do all the rides. I get the hookup. Yeah, well, why not? See, <laughs> you know you black. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get the hook up? Hey, on. man, that's appropriate for right now. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. <laughs> but I, w- I want to give you you guys each an opportunity to talk to the listeners because you can you can take. So I was told that jip, you can't say jip. It means steal something. I was told last week that I can't say that word. I mean, oh. I've been using that word since Come I was. That's on. a hook. That's, oh, a that's hook. A, oh, I heard word. that. I heard that. And I wondered why there was this pushback on this word. I'm like, what? Yeah. I've, I've been using it. And I guess because it's from the word like gypsy. Gypsy, yeah. So that's offensive. I had no. Listen, we've been saying, I've been saying that since I was a kid. I mean, gypsies, is it? And guess what? I'm still going to say it because I'm sorry. I'm not going to let it. Uh, cancel me all you want. I'm, I, I don't care. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, you can't say gypsy. When gyp- the last time anybody in here seen a gypsy? I don't know. I don't know what a gypsy look like. Yeah, I don't either. I'm I, sorry. Well, I'm Serbian, so uh, there are in Serbia. There's gypsies in Serbia all the time. Do they care if we if we use the word uh, gyp? I don't. I don't. I got cheated. I mean, I can't speak <laughs> or for stole, them. Or still, you <laughs> oh yeah, you can use it. You know yeah. how we are. We use it for yeah. a lot of different things. But I want. I want. What I wanted to, you to do, um, whoever wants to start, to talk about why people should um, send their kids to your school. I think people should send their kids to a Grace Association schools because you're going to get a quality education and your kids are going to be safe and they're going to be taught God's word every single day. Our day is going to begin with teachers in prayer before they step into a classroom with your child. And the start of the classroom is going to begin with a Bible lesson. They are not going to hear anything that is going to scare you or have a difficult conversation that you didn't feel your child was ready for. Um, it is going to be a wonderful learning environment. I mean, Grace Romeoville is, it's just fabulous. I love every single family that comes in there. It's very supportive. We are here for those kids. Yeah, absolutely. It's its going to be a family community. That's what we're going to create. And uh, it, and Christ is going to be at the center of it, right? And, and we're inviting all the parents back to the table to be a part of their kids' education. And it'd be a good quality education. And... Um, as far as Naperville is concerned, I am the campus director, and so you can call me directly. I'm going to give out my number right now, so everybody can call me for a tour, 708-858-0324. Again, my name is Vesna, and you can find out more information about the Naperville location at grace-naperville.org, yeah. and our Facebook page is uh, Faith Christian Academy in Naperville. And Amber, really quickly, we got yeah. 45 seconds. Why should people volunteer, and, wh- and why did you volunteer? So I volunteered because um, these are my little sisters. They're eight and nine years old who are going to be attending this school. And um, I also I saw, you know, what they were learning on the, the Zoom meetings after school shut down because of COVID. And it's just it's not right what they're learning. 
Um, and they're not going to have that at a Grace Association school. They're going to learn reading and math and writing, and they're also going to learn that they were created by God. Mm-hmm. As, I, as I, I was always taught, reading, writing, arithmetic. And science. Right. Real science. Real, Real science. science. Real science. Yeah, as we know, they don't go by science anymore. Ladies, thanks so much. for It's okay to say ladies, right? You know. Oh, 100%. <laughs> thanks yes, so much for joining us. Uh, you listening to Black and Right. We'll be right back. And now, more Black and Right with John Anthony on AM560, The Answer. Switch your attitude. Go ahead, level up yourself. Just that different latitude. Welcome back to Black and Right. Okay. Uh, DJP, cut the music real quick. Uh, Shannon Adcock from Awake Illinois just sent me this. Somebody on Twitter said this to her. You won't be raising yours much longer, Shannon. I hope they are put in an LGBTQIA plus foster family with all seven plus representatives. Think about that. That's terrible. Think about that. You talk about hate. That's, they hate. They are hate. the true haters. There's man. no hate. Did you hear any hate come no. out of Shannon Adcock's mouth None. today? Not one. Not not no hate whatsoever. None. Nothing about what she talked about was bringing people together. I'm sorry. I had to break that. Go ahead, Valine. Well, yeah. uh, we gonna go from that to my little I game. Know, I know. Yeah. We but it just I, I flustered with these people. I understand. Well, we had a lot of time taken up earlier today. I wanted to play this game for a couple of sec, uh, segments, but we're going we gonna to continue this like weekly. Okay. What do you want to save it for next week? Let's save it for next week. Let's, let's save, save it. Let's save it. Let's save right, it let's for next week. Yeah, let's go back let's to that. Yeah, let's go back let's to that. Let's go back to that. Yeah. What say you, Valon? That, that, that's a threat. That's, is, that is a threat. Because her kids going into foster homes? Are you kidding me? See, these people out here, they want to call us the bad guys because we're conservatives and we want to live a certain way and we think this country's going in the wrong direction. But it's them. They're the haters. They hate everything. You just said a word earlier that they're canceling again. They want to change our speech. They want to make us, uh, they want to hold us at bay. We can't say certain words. They want to cancel words so they can change the speech and change the country into something that, they feel comfortable with. Yeah, I'm not going to let you tell. I'm not going to let you take my freedom of speech away from me. That's not going to happen. And you're not going to make me act a certain way and be a certain way so you can feel comfortable. Right. You should feel uncomfortable because you're trying to make me, me uncomfortable. you, and and these beautiful ladies that was in the studio with us. You're trying to make them uncomfortable because yeah. of what they believe. But this is the left. This is the left, well, not well, us. You said, and Dennis Prager said, what about leftists? Oh, leftists are evil. Yeah, he he he's he's cool with liberals, but they've changed the definition yeah. of what liberal is. Yeah, even Sean likes liberals because he understands what a true liberal is. Yeah, especially classical liberalism the, and all that. The yeah. average person don't understand what a liberal yeah. is. They yeah. think a liberal is a leftist. You'd Rush, be surprised Rush, how many the great Rush Limbaugh didn't understand what a, a true liberal was. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many classical liberals that are Democrats today. You know, you'd be, so, you'd be, so, I mean, I, I, I think about my good friend, he's an attorney. I won't say his last name. His name is John too. Mm-hmm. He knows who he is. <laughs> JD. Um, um, he and I have always had great conversations. Uh, we don't always agree, but I, I, just really quickly last night I was with some friends last night. I mean, just 
totally different perspectives. And yet we still were able to have a, a good quality conversation and nobody yelled, nobody screamed. I was hanging out with this guy at Castaways uh, in Phoenix. I was, was going to say Castaways up there about 294. No, no, no. no it's, 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 uh, it's this bar in Phoenix. And he was a Democrat, a middle-of-the-road Democrat. And I told him I'm a conservative. We lit the bar on fire with our debates about yeah. uh, social issues and politics. And guess what? He said, listen, me and you, we can talk. Yeah. You know, but, but most people up here, I can't talk to him because it's still pretty conservative. Right. He went to the bathroom. All of the guys was like, we're with you. We're with you because they were all conservative. He's like, they, he, they were like, it's people like him moving up here that's ruining our state. Yeah. But then they shut up when he came back out and then yeah. me and him kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> but he, it was great because we didn't get mad. Yeah. We didn't shout. It was, it was well, great. you know, I always welcome anybody that has a different a view or opinion on this show. If, if you're LGBTQ, if you any any of that trans, any you want to come on this show, let's have a let's have a talk, let's have a discussion. You know, we we don't have to agree uh, on on every subject, every topic. Uh, I want to thank Tom Devore. I want to thank Shannon Adcock. I want to thank thank Faith Christian and Liberty Christian, DJ Pete Villan. Thank you. We'll see you next week, guys. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.